looking forward to. Hello, this is Victoria, and I have a very special guest with me today. I have Rich here, and uh, I finagled him into coming and uh, and uh, doing this with me. Uh, so we'll see how long he sticks around for. Rude was supposed to leave. Well, because Rue decides whenever we want to do stuff like this, he comes and then he's like, oh, I can annoy you and you can't do anything about it because you're live. Where I go, Rue goes. And, I, and he had to remind me that I needed this. this that weird toy, huh? Yeah. You, you don't believe us? There's Rue. <laughs> uh, so we have a few things to talk about today. Uh, hurricanes, wheelchairs, IACP, service dog travel. We are skipping next week because of IACP, um, and the AKC temperament test, and more. So we have all that to discuss and more on this episode this week of how to train your service dog, um, which is awesome. Um, good morning. Oh, good morning, Karen. It's <laughs> 5.30, the final work at night, huh? Uh, so first, the AKC ATT. So the AKC just came out with this today. It's the very first day that you can do it if you're a obedience or rally judge or a CGC evaluator. CGC stands for Canine Good Citizen. So if you're one of those, uh, you can do an online course and um, read up all the information. It really doesn't take that long to read it all up. Uh, watch a video of doing one of these temperament tests, and then submit, there's, I think, a 30-question test, and mm-hmm. if you do it from now until the end of the year, you don't have to pay the application fee. They're waiving it for us. So I submitted that today. Um, I know Karen submitted hers today, and uh, we're going to see what happens with that. Now- I have to get mine in then, right? You have to do yours today. Today, nice. okay. Today would be nice. Just Is there because, a limit, like a rule or something, or- um, just- just It'd finished nice it last night. All in at the same time. Would be nice. It would be nice the because, yeah. Well, if not, you know what's going to happen is with IACP conference next week, you're going to forget about it, and yeah. then it's not going to happen. And ugh. So, um, so it's thirty questions. It's thirty questions, and it's open book. Open. Open. <laughs> So you don't want to do it on your iPad. You want to do it on a computer so you can pull up the different screens. Oh, okay. okay. So we can set it up here on the laptop, or you can use one of the desktops in the other room if you want to. Okay. I mean, you can do it on your iPad. Just make sure you have the, the stuff open as well um, because, you know, you want to have that. Um, so one of the things I was all excited, Karen was too, and Rich is still kind of learning about it all, but uh, we were all excited that we we're going to be able to offer this for the service dogs that we train and for the pet dogs that we train, but... You can only do these via um, clubs and trials. So we can't say we're doing it next weekend at the ranch because we're not going to be here next weekend. Um, we would have to do it through um, the, uh, you could do a review material. Yeah, I think you can do it. But you can do it through, um, I can do it through like oh, the mid-Florida I should review the material. Okay, which one is it? What's it for? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sorry. Blake I mean, did hers today, too. Still got the toy here. Okay. Well, focus. Blake did hers today, too. So, see, you're really last man out, man. Okay. You need to get on this. I know. All right. Uh, so, we have that to do. Uh, he has that to do. And I'm going to write that down for, like, two weeks from today that Rich better have that. Uh, Rich 
A-K-C-A-T-T. Um, so we can do it through organizations. Now, I just texted Karen. I'm thinking, because you can only offer it through clubs, what if we came up with something similar and used that to eval the service dogs? Um, now, we can't officially do it and say it's to eval service dogs, but the nice thing about the temperament test through AKC is it's to find holes in your dog's temperament behavior that you can work on. Excuse me, that you can work on plugging up. Um, and, and so you know what your dog needs to work on. So I thought that was pretty nice. So that is about the ATT that I want to talk about. The AKC ATT. American Temperament Test Association is also a big one. It's hard to find them where they have them, where you don't have to travel for hours to get to it. And it's a little bit weird. You know, they do things like, you know, gunshots, which... I mean, we do fireworks at Disney with the dogs and at Universal with the dogs, so I can kind of see it, but it's still weird. They want you to do gunshots? Um, for the American Temperament Test, they do. Rich got all excited. Gun we shots. get a whole bunch of extra ammo just laying around we that do. needs to be used up. So, I mean, like, well, we live on a farm, and we kind of need yeah. to have some ammo. Yeah. Um. Can't okay. Be useful, but be crazy, man. Just be crazy. Oh, we also got a question, Rich. So while we're just starting here. Um, we got a question. Um, she, uh, it's from Loki's owner. We need to make our own club. Oh, Karen, that would be amazing. Yeah, so uh, that's what we need is, and then it could be a club action. So that's what I was thinking too. I was thinking, well, why don't we just make our own club and then it'd be within the club, see? Well, to do that, you need to form it as, because I was in the Greater Gainesville Dog Fancers Association, which is GGDFA when we lived in Gainesville. I was actually on the board for a couple years. I did the newsletter. I did the website. I was training director. Um, I got member of the year. And with that, I know there's like a bunch of steps you have to go through. But, you know, I, I figure I can reach out to the Mid-Florida Golden Retriever Club because that's the group that we're a part of now and uh, and let them know once we get the all okay that if they need somebody for that, that we would, you know, that we could do that and volunteer our time for the club that way. You don't get paid for it because you volunteer it for the club, but we could do something like that. Okay. Okay. So no one cares about the toy. It's gross and disgusting. It's not as dirty as some of the other ones, and they look better when they go through the wash. It's very, very important to her right now. Everything is important to her right now. Okay, so here's a question from Loki's owner. Uh, she drops things for Loki's to pick up, just like Gypsy. We do the oops pick up. Um, she does it for Loki, and he'll grab anything but her cane. He does not want to grab her cane. Also, grabbing the leash is fifty fifty. So he only grab the leash like half the time. Uh, however, he's taken to grabbing with great enthusiasm, resulting in puncturing things. And she actually sent me a picture of a spray can um, with punctures in it. Um, the, this was empty, or so I thought, she said, um, but the release of air was actually pretty funny. Um, and she said all of her pet goldens had soft mouths. And how does one teach a soft mouth to a dog who's very excited and overenthusiastic? So how do we teach a soft mouth? How do we work on getting him to grab the cane? And then she said the leash is 50-50. I heard it's positioning, isn't it? Well, for that, um, there's there's a couple different things. So for the cane, what I would do would be to get some foam bicycle grip wrap. You know more about this than I do. The bicycle grip wrap. And wrap that along your cane so it's not metal that he's touching. Some dogs don't want to touch the metal. I know she also has a little thingamajig thingamabob will be in the little mermaid now a little thingamabob on it so he can grab it but sometimes it's really skinny uh you know like that little tether is really skinny so he might not feel like he's grabbing too much so you might want to put a thicker 
tether on it for him to pick up. You might want to wrap some of it in like a foam bike grip, like a, um, not even a foam, but a, a cushioned you bike think grip. That, that bike grip foam stuff would be, it would get chewed up really easy though. Well, the idea isn't for him to chew it up, but to do, oh, here, pool noodles will work too. That would be awesome, Michelle. Thank you. Pool noodles. That's a good one. You know, people said pool noodles for the goats on their horns so they don't hurt you when they headbutt you. <laughs> but they don't stay on. Oh, you tried them? We tried them when we first got freckles and spots. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. I thought you were crazy. but okay. I read it. Someone said to do it. So, yeah, yeah so I, I would try that. If it would have worked, I would have thought. Right. Well, I would try that, Deb. I love the pool noodle idea and see how he does the leash. Um, Gypsy started doing the leash. She does the Dream Dogs leashes, um, the ones that have the Dream Dogs thing on it, because that black with the Dream Dogs info, that is where she always grabs and picks it up at. So I would try that. I mean, she, I'm sure she'd pick up, you know, a skinny leash or a leather leash, but she really seems to like that. And I know um, whenever he does his nose snout, that's what he uses. So look into doing that for the leash. Um, you can also... You could wrap the end with, like, rope or something like that. Not rope, but, you know, really small. You get string and you run it down and you wrap wrap. Well, you don't want to do string on something like a cane because it's going to smush and pull. I would say, oh, like a vet wrap and wrap it up on the cane, you know, and give a section for him to pick up. Find a section where it would be balanced you know, so he could pick that up and it's easier on his mouth because you get some dogs with those textures and you want him to be able to pick up like the can that she sent me is a metal can. Like he could pick that up, but he won't pick up the cane. And it could be that there's something mentally there. So if you have one of those canes that break into three pieces, you know, and, and they kind of fold into each other, you can practice with that a little bit. You can practice with a wood cane, with a metal cane. Um, with something that looks like a cane, maybe get a piece of PVC from Lowe's, get a one-inch piece of PVC. It's like a couple bucks. Um, There's like maybe three foot and practice with that and see how he does. So what you want to do is just change things up a little bit and work them that way and then right back to where he didn't want to be and see how that goes. How to teach soft mouth so he's not as enthusiastic if he's too enthusiastic for it uh you know with that say it was a full thing of spray on deodorant or whatever and he chomped it and that thing exploded in his mouth that could really hurt him plus all the chemicals right there so for him it's going to be a huge thing to get him to have that soft mouth um so if he's super excited i would watch what you have him um what you have him retrieve and pick up and oops because if he picks up something and he's in that state uh, and then, you know, work with him. So if he goes and he picks up anything, say you're doing a wooden dial and he picks that up with so much enthusiasm and he starts doing this, there's a correction involved because this isn't what you want. You don't want him to go and chompy, 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 chompy on it. Um, and that's easy for them to do with wood. Uh, you don't want him to go chompy, chompy, chompy with anything. You want him to just pick up and hand it to you. So let him know because Loki was on his little hiatus of I don't really want to work for a little bit. And it was hard getting him past that. Um, but he is past that now, which is awesome. And he's always worked, but he's kind of been like, I want to vacate. I'm not working for food. Um, so he, you know, what you want to do is let him know this is what I want. This is not what I want. And you are welcome to do that. You know, like that's okay. That's not something that you can't do. Yes, you can say no to your service dog. And you have to, because if not, he could end up with a mouthful of secret deodorant spray. And it could really hurt him. We don't want that to happen, do we? No, we don't. Um, okay. So we had that question that I wanted to make sure we covered as well. Um, 
Next, wheelchairs. So remember there's that Game of Thrones episodes, Cripples, Bastards, and Broken Things? Maybe you don't know. That was the name of one of them. One of them from the uh, first season where Tyrion goes to the wall and talks with Jon Snow. And then they go and he he makes up the um, the saddle for Bran so he can go riding. Cripples, Bastards, and Broken Things. Okay. Okay. So, so that's like a season one kind of thing. It is. But the name of it just kind of stuck with me, and that's Wheelchairs, Hurricanes, and IACP is the title for this week. And it kind of reminds me of Cripples, Bastards, and Broken Things. So, okay. yeah. Uh, wheelchairs. Wheelchairs, did you guys know? You could be part-time in a wheelchair. So we got one. I've had it for a few years. I ordered it on Amazon for training up the service dogs. And whenever my knee was bad in February, my doctor was like, stay off of your knee. Use a cane. So at the airports, whenever I flew for Silver School to Missouri from Orlando here, um, they wheeled me. And then on the way back, I could hobble because they weren't big airports. So with uh, this set of flights coming, um, they're at the bigger airports. And so uh, we're going Friday to Colorado Springs for ICP. Next month, uh, Karen and I are going to North Carolina for Marina Ozuna's um, motion mobility stuff. Um, gate analysis and all that fun stuff. And then uh, November, we're doing Silver School again. So she already put a request in because she did travel plans, which is really nice. Uh, so we we have that. But uh, I've been using it when we go to the parks. I tried one time, I want to say, without it. And it was when Karen and I went with Holstein and Candy to the park. And I didn't know how I was going to get out of it uh, because I was just so bad. Um yeah, oh, we also tried SeaWorld without it, but we ended up having to rent one. Um, I've been really bad this summer. And it's it's the whole syncope thing. Um, you know, I get real dizzy outside and lightheaded. So I've been using it quite a bit. And it's really helped because it actually gets me out of the house, uh, especially for the parks. Because yeah. usually what would happen is we'd go to the parks and I'm like, I can't do this. We have to go home. You know, we'd do maybe maybe an hour. You know, maybe we'd get one ride in. But uh, I remember, do you remember like last year was it? On, I think it was my birthday. We went, uh, Luke wanted to do Epcot. We got to Epcot and I couldn't get past the ball. I sat there with the arrow while Rich and Luke went back to Japan and, and did fun stuff back there because I just, I couldn't do it. And uh, and so we we figured you know, if we can bring the wheelchair along, we will. And it's been working out really well. So like I said, I wasn't aware that you could do part-time wheelchair. I just, it just never occurred to me. When I think of all the freedom, all the more stuff we could have done with that in the past. So it's one thing I want to get out there to you guys. Don't see it as a sign of defeat if you have to use a wheelchair. Uh, let's see, Terry just said, take your wheels to IACP. Sarah sprained her ankle and she's actually taking a knee scooter she borrowed from a neighbor. We were just talking about that, Terry, that you don't see crutches anymore. All you see are the knee scooters. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Is They really have been replaced. They really have crutches been, Crutches yeah. have been replaced by knee scooters currently. Um, uh, crutches cause some kind of some kind of problem. Well, you know what? I was on crutches whenever I hurt my knee in high school. Actually, Karen told me all that. Whenever well, had, uh, one of the problems when is whenever you hold on to the crutches and – you have the like the foam parts underneath your armpit. If you put too much weight on that, on your armpit, your armpits hurt like heck. And they still hurt to this day because I did that whenever I was in high school. 
I don't know. There are these handles that are like. They're the handles, but you had to hold it up. If you like rested your armpits on the crutches, say you're standing waiting for the bus or whatever, right? And you kind of rest your weight on them. You know, so you really need to hold it up. And the knee scooter, I think, would be a lot easier. I'd kind of hold on to those handles and swing my body like. That's what most people, yeah. But you hold on to the handles. I'm not saying you just hold on to the armpits like you're a bird. But, you know, you just, you help with some weight there just because your hands get tired. You're. What's this? What's this part of my hand? Palm. Well, the bottom palm. Heel. Heel. The heel of my hand would get really sore from holding those things. Mm-hmm. And like hobbling. I went to South High School, Waukesha South. It was a big high school. I had to hobble around. Yeah, we were just talking about what colors was Waukesha South. Black and red. Black and red. Those are cool colors. Okay. <laughs> okay. Black and red is really cool. I mean, that's. they also had other Waukesha schools had things like like purple and silver and stuff. And that was north. And then West, when West came, it was, I think, white and blue. Or it was purple and white and silver and blue, something like that. Yeah. Um, here, Terry also just said she had two episodes in a week, not serious, but still scary to me, still waiting on a doctor to accept me as a new patient. So we have, on um, the Monday that we get back from conference, we're gone Friday to Friday, this Friday to next Friday. Um, so we're not doing phone calls and stuff. If it's an emergency, guys, text us or comment on us, but don't expect us to get back to you unless it truly is an emergency um, or we have time. So, uh, I have an appointment with a specialist that I found in Clearwater. And he also does video calls, Terry. Um, but he is a POTS specialist. Um, he does a lot of dysautonomia. And it turns out with dysautonomia, there's, what's it called? Co-mobility, not mobility. Co-issues a lot of times with it. There's MCAS and um, Erlo-Danlos syndrome. EDS. Yeah, so we're going to say... Oh, you were talking about the other day with the experts that... Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, so apparently a lot of times those three things are found together. Um, so like I said, I'm, I'm anxious to see. Um, see what happens. Um, hopefully it all go good. Now my insurance does not cover him, so I do have to pay out of pocket. But you know what? Whenever it's worth it, it's worth it. So, you know, like that, we'll see how it goes. Um, Karen says those are her favorite colors are the Georgia Bulldog colors. <laughs> Larissa said she's been a part-time wheelchair user since she was 13. My seizures, she says, make me real dizzy and I'm a huge fogger. The chair has been the reason I'm able to do so many things. There isn't shame in it. People make comments just as they do with service dogs and training in my case. But the payoff is so worth it. Larissa, like, I wish you would have been there whenever I was 13 because, like, it would have been so nice to know that that was an option because I never thought it was. And so, like, even when we were at the parks, we go and get character pictures. I get out of the wheelchair and I get the character pictures and I sit back down again. Um, sometimes we go to the bathroom. I will be in the chair uh, with the dog. <laughs> sometimes I'll leave the chair um, and Richard, Luke or Karen will get, get to use it for, for a couple minutes while I go in. Um, just because having a chair and the dog and the handicap stall is a pain. PCP, not doctor, doctor, not specialist, and then need rheumatologist. Um, okay, Terry. Uh, I'm hoping it works out good with you. Um, I know I'm excited to meet this guy, this doctor guy, and see what all happens. Uh, but yeah, so wheelchair users, and there's a lot of things we're learning. Like one of the things that I didn't realize either, because I, apparently I've been sheltered, is the push wheelchairs. There's two main types. They're the ones with the big back wheels that you can propel yourself. And there's the ones with the little back wheels that you can't. So the little back wheels are just for somebody else to push you. We found that out a while ago. We did, but I didn't know about it until we actually had one in. And I'm like, well, how do yeah. you use this? <laughs> and uh, you need somebody to push you in that one. So that's one that they, like, they'll wheel you out of the hospital. That's one that they'll use for, like, old people who shouldn't push themselves. 
you know, or the ones with the little back wheels or just any person who shouldn't push themselves. Um, but you want to do, um, yeah, go ahead. Share Flirty's post, Terry. Yeah. I'm just copy and paste in the comments like that. Um, but the big back wheels and then there's custom chairs better. They wheel better. They're lighter. Um, you know, there's also attachments to help make it more mobile because I hate saying push me around the park. Um, so I'd like to have something like that. Okay. But I don't want a scooter because both hands are being used with the scooter. Custom chairs would be nice. I think so. Ones I've seen are lower though. Um, it all depends on what you need. They customize it. They fit it right to you. Yeah. So, so yeah, so we'll, we'll see. Um, I have to actually write up because I called last week right before the hurricane started with the whole like, there's a hurricane coming. And, um, I contacted the doctor and got, well, I had gone to the doctor two weeks ago and I got the okay. So last week I called the insurance people and I got the, uh, what I need to do. So I need to write that up and drop it off to the doctor. So if we can do that before conference, that would be great. Okay. Um, they said it takes, how long did they say it takes? See if I find it here. Two, 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 two to three months. So the faster we get it going, the faster we get it back in. Um, our insurance says it covers wheelchairs and electric motorized wheelchair things for like five hundred dollars. So that would be super awesome. Okay, except for wait a minute, up to five hundred dollars? No, that's your copay. For some people, they have to pay like their okay. deductible. But so it'd be nice. So no matter what chair you get, you pay five hundred dollars. That would be cool. I hope that that's how it cool. goes. Because then I'd buy you, like, you know, gold-plated chair. Right? Well, I actually, do you guys remember um, Jackie, chronically Jackie, with um, Harlow, the service dog? Um, she did a bunch of YouTube stuff, so that's how I was watching hers. Because I was like, okay, who do I know who, who does wheelchair stuff and is, you know, uh, talks about it a lot. It was her, so I've been watching a lot of her stuff to get some tips on how to wheel easier. Because it's hard to find info. You look up how do you use a wheelchair, and you're going to get, like, really basic, silly stuff. But how do you use a wheelchair with the service dog? But she had, like, um, colors on it. She had, like, um, sparkle blinky lights that you can put on it so it could be seen at night at Disney. It was pretty neat. And Michelle says she just got a wheelchair, and she's working on teaching Oliver to help pull me. Yeah. So Candy and Gypsy can do some. Um, I have to work on getting them to pull me in a straight line because right now they kind of veer. So, like, if we're going, I'll sometimes hold on to Gypsy's vest, and as she's going, um, but then Rich is like, stop having her help you. It's not helping. (laughs) So, we need to work on that. But you know what? I think it was, like, 100 to 150 is what we paid for that one on Amazon. And what we've started doing, too, is every service dog gets some training with the wheelchair because you don't know how your condition is going to deteriorate that you might need to be in one, especially since we work with plain old pet dogs. Um, so, you know, you want that. We've also, you know, there's different ways to, for example, train down. Um, and one of them we won't do if your dog's going to be a mobility dog, but your dog might be a mobility dog at any point in time. So we've actually switched over. So. That's how we train it for all of them because you never know, you know, unless it's a little bitty one, which can't be a mobility dog. But yeah, so don't feel guilty. I had posted up um, who had posted about it. Someone had posted. Here's a picture. It was in front of the new Star Wars land and it was a picture of her in a wheelchair and then her standing there. And she had said that you could do part time wheelchair stuff. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. And I shared it and I got some comments on it. You know, like I didn't know you're in a wheelchair and why are you in a wheelchair? And I'm like. Well, like, because that wasn't me. Of course, it wasn't my picture. But I had said, you know, about doing it part time, it helps. 
And I didn't know you were about that bad that you're in a wheelchair. I'm like, it's not a matter of being that bad for it. It is. But, you know, if I don't do it, I'm worse. Um, because I, I just, I can't handle it. Um, so we were talking about going to Disney today. <laughs> because what are you doing whenever hurricanes are coming? I'm going to Disney World. Um, we didn't end up going because they closed the parks at like three today. But, um, you know, I was like, well, we don't even have to bring the chair. And then I was thinking, oh, yeah, but we have conference coming up and I'm going to be exhausted just from that. You know, usually when we do conference, um, they have like, I think, four speakers a day and I have to skip out on one of them. So I look at it and I'm like, who can I skip out on, even though I really don't want to? Because I know I just I can't handle all four of them. And They're that's just sitting there. They're it's all a lot of fun. It is. Yeah. And all the side conversations and the, um, you know, waiting between the different things are priceless. Because, it is. Because that's where you meet all the dog trainers that you've been, you know, like hearing about all this time. Yeah. And then uh, let's see. what. So, else. I well, let's talk about IACP. Okay. So, IACP stands for the International Association of Canine Professionals. And it is the organization that we've been members of for many years. Um, this will be, let's see, we went to conference. Our first one was in uh, D.C. Well, Alexandria, Virginia, but it was close enough to D.C. And then it was St. Louis, and then it was um, Disneyland. It was L.A. Uh, and then it was back to St. Louis, and then last year it was Clearwater. So those were five. So this is our sixth conference, and it's Colorado Springs. Um, that we're going to the last, second St. Louis one. I actually was one of the speakers on holistic dog training. Um, last year we drove, it was the first year we, we drove there. And so we took Gypsy and Roma. Roma was only six months old at the time and Gypsy just about a year, 13 months old. Uh, you know, so that was good. We just swapped out on who had who. Um, Luke goes with us every year. Um, and it's awesome. You know, as Rich is saying, you know, there's so many awesome speakers. So you get to kind of see who's speaking on what with the workshops. If, if you want to go to one of their workshops because you really like them. The food is great. That's <laughs> Rich's thing for everything. <laughs> Does it have good food? I'll go if it has good food. No, it's not that bad. But um, but the food is really good. And uh, and it just everything just keeps on getting better because ICP keeps growing and growing. Yeah. And this conference keeps growing and growing. I think they're talking about 600 or so. And I think the first one, there was like 300. So like every year there's more people that we don't know. Um, But we do have the podcast now. We have the, um, the Facebook group for the podcast, which if you're not on the Facebook group for the podcast, why aren't you? Um, It's how to train your service dog online discussion group. Uh, If you're a professional in the dog world, you don't have to be a dog trainer. We have vets and groomers and breeders on there as well. I have my professional woman dog trainers Facebook group. So, you know, each of them keeps growing bigger and bigger and bigger um, every year, which is awesome. Oh, Karen said they matched all on participants. Well, that's fantastic. I didn't hear that. Who did? IACP. You mean they, they've got a limit to... Apparently. They can only have so many people coming? Apparently, that's Maybe awesome. The hotel can only hold so many people or something. Well, the hotel, you can always... Like, the first time we went, we didn't stay in the conference hotel. We stayed off-site because the conference hotel was booked. So we got like a hotel a block away and we brought Arrow that time. Arrow's always come with us except last year when Gypsy and Roma came. I had to bring two dogs to make up for Arrow. Uh, um, but yeah, so this year we're flying. 
Um, we were gonna fly right into Colorado Springs. Wait, what time did we, when did we get the hotel blockway? Oh, in, in DC. Yep. Yeah, DC was great too because I mean it's Washington DC. You get to see all the, you know, <laughs> right? You, well, we you, always you go get there a day early and go see the rest yeah. of Washington. Well, we got it there a few days early. We always go a few days early so we can check out things. So you guys went to DC a few times. Again, I couldn't. If I would have had a wheelchair, I could have gone with you. Mm. Doesn't that suck? That sucks, man. Um, but I couldn't go. Uh, because I was just out of it. So Arrow and I stayed at the hotel and Rich and, and Luke went to, um, took the, the train thing over to DC and checked that out a couple days. Um, in St. Louis, we did go up in the arch and Baxter met us up there and she drove us. I think Carrie went with us, didn't she too? Up in the arch? Yeah, probably. Uh, and then when we did uh, the California one, that's what I'm hoping for next year is California again. Um, when we did California... Uh, we actually went a week early, and we did a couple of days at Hollywood, and we did five days at Disneyland. I want to do Disneyland again. That was so yeah. much fun. Are we going to go see Pikes Peak since it's in Colorado? Um, you have to look it up and see how far it is, because okay. we do have the rental van now. And if you have to reserve it, or there's also like the Air Force Academy um, Chapel thing. If you want to go see that, you have to look it up. You you running out of time, dear? Okay. Or if you want to go see the Kong offices, it's about an hour from Colorado Springs. What are the Kong offices? You know Kong. The dog toy company manufacturer? Oh, go tour Kong. Yeah. Okay. Go see I wonder King if you get free things. I wonder if they have a, a little area with free You can ask more. Not free, but, you know, with souvenirs. Souvenirs? Yeah. And a little keychain. little Kong keychain. I guess that's right. We do have Kong keychains already. So, uh, and so yeah, so we did Disneyland. People are like, what are you going to do in Disneyland for five days? And I laughed, and I'm like, ha, ha, ha. But, again, still, I would have done better in the chair there. Um, last year we didn't go early. We we actually went actually a day. Well, early. Disneyland is right in town, so it's so you sort of as far as I know, and and uh, the hotel is like right across the street. Well, so. we got a good hotel. That hotel's not there anymore, you know. Really? Yeah, they were tearing it down to make um something. A better hotel. Yep, probably. Yeah. Um, because <clears throat> remember the I had um the Victoza that I was taking for something for the PCOS. It was a jabby in your skin medicine, and uh, we put it in the fridge when we got there, and it malfunctioned and it froze. Oh, and they were supposed to reimburse me from it, and they never did. Why? Because they they don't exist anymore. Yeah, I think that's why. It's like we were the one of the last ones in that room, and they were just like, <laughs> uh, so yeah. So we went. We like to come a little bit early because we like to see people and talk with them. We like to stay a little bit late because again, we like to see and talk to friends. Um, and last year it was Red Tide at the. At the beach down here. So you couldn't really go to the beach or, or outside. <laughs> you couldn't go outside. You could go outside and everything, but, you know, it's just sort of an It was hard, kind yeah. No, it was... um, now, for, for St. Louis, when I spoke, and then for this one, we both had hurricanes. So two years ago was the St. Louis where I spoke, and that had Irma had just come through. Like, had just come through. Like, we were the first flight out. Because I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do if I can't oh, yeah, get out there. One, the one where, yeah. Um, Irma came through, not the power out, and then we already had reservations to leave, so we left like a day after. We were supposed to leave Monday. We actually left Tuesday, and it started on Wednesday. That's whenever I spoke. So they they had switched up some of the flights, so I called up, and they're like, well, we can get you out there Wednesday afternoon. I'm like, I speak Wednesday afternoon. I need to be there before Wednesday afternoon. Um, But, yeah, the conference committee was like, what if you can't do this? So I recorded everything, and I sent it to them just in case I couldn't be there in person. And people would ask, well, why don't you just leave now? You couldn't find gasoline and the um, interstate was blocked. It was deadlocked. Well, it's because the whole, the whole side of the state was all kind of evacuating. 
And uh, they all thought they had time. So when, when they guessed up their car and got on the freeway, well, everyone in Florida knows this. They guessed up their car, got on the freeway, and then were stuck for six hours in one place driving about 20 feet. And they ran out of gas a whole lot faster than they had planned. So, Well, you know that um, Doctor Who episode, um, Gridlocked? where they're stuck <laughs> underground and they're just like going around and around and around. And they're like, maybe making like 10 feet a year would be good. Yeah. That's kind of what it reminded me of. Well, I've never been, well, I don't know. I just can't remember a situation other than that where, where every gas station was completely out of gas. Completely, Gas came in. We got our booties down there and filled up. And so this, this so we'll talk about what we're doing for the hurricane. But so ISCP, so we're heading out. Now, Karen did the flights, which was awesome. And we were going to fly from Orlando to Colorado Springs through Frontier. It was a nonstop flight, which is going to be awesome. And they decided they didn't want to do that. So they added in a stop or two. And we said no. Um, but uh, that was like 90 days or less before. So they're like, well, no, that's what you have to do. Well, luckily, Karen was like, you know, I think we need to get insurance on the flight. So we did. So now we're flying Southwest and I've never flown Southwest. Have you ever flown Southwest? Me? You? Um, not as far as I know. So apparently you can bring two free bags on Southwest. Okay. And you don't have to pay for seats. You just kind of get on there. And since we have service dogs, we're going to be like the first aboard and we choose our Wait, seat. What do you mean you don't have to pay for seats? So a lot of places anymore, you pay for the seats. So if you want like these anymore, seats, it's like a hundred. A lot of places nowadays you do. Okay, anyway, go ahead. It's like $100 to sit in like the first few rows, and then it's like $25 to sit like by the toilet. Okay. So you have to pay for your seat. So because we travel with service dogs, we like to sit bulkhead seating or get extra leg room. And we had to pay for that. And we had to pay for baggage, but we don't have to pay for baggage. We're back on. Okay, we're back on. So definitely do Pikes Peak. Lost your video feed. There we go. We're back. There we go. Good. Okay. So and so you know Pikes what? Peak I think it has home. to do because my phone's been cutting in and out the last few days since the hurricane band started coming through. So I think it has to do with that. I never heard of. Uh... Oh, we're back. Good. Good. Um, in Garden of the Gods. I've never heard of that. So you know, I went to Colorado years ago when we were living up in Wisconsin before I met you. Um, our church. Presbyterian Church did musicals during Lent season, right? Um, so around Thanksgiving, we figured out and start practicing. Then in like Easter time, we'd go around to different churches and we tour and we do these musicals. And um, I think I did like four of them. I still remember a lot of the songs. But we'd go around and we'd do the different musicals and we'd raise up money. So the offering would go to us and we put that towards a mission trip. And the mission trip, the one mission trip that I went on was to Lahara, Colorado. And uh, and we went there. We painted. We fixed up things. We we did a bunch for the different people there. Um, but it was a bunch of us high school kids, middle late middle school high school kids. Um, we carpooled there. You know, people drove. It was 
the best experience ever. I think everyone needs to do something like that. But so when we were there, we went to the sand dunes. We tried to climb the sand dunes. We went to the four points so we could run over and be in New Mexico. Um, We went to, I think we did Pikes Peak. And I I know we did the Air Force Chapel. That's how I know that that's there. Okay. Um, So IACP. So we like to go there, um, see our friends, talk to everybody. Um, We've had a booth the last couple Right. Yeah. Just the last two years, we've we've done a booth for the online course. And that's for nice. The they give good things for, for having a booth and everything. And they're they really do. nice, too. So that's good. Well, it turns out it was um, actually cheaper for us to get a booth than not have a booth because we we take three people. So we're like, <laughs> OK. Um, so but this year there was a discount for having multiple people in okay. your party. So that worked for us. Good. I'm glad um, because it gets expensive bringing three people and now yeah. Karen's coming too, which is awesome. But yeah, me, Rich and Luke go. So last year, I um, don't need a booth every single time. No, well, there was limited booths. So if I would have had a booth, we could have shared it with um, John from laser spectra laser wrap because he oh. needed a booth, okay. but he's sharing with somebody else. Okay. Um, Bart was there last year. Bart's coming back this year. So you'll get. Is to he going to have a booth, or is he? No, he. I don't think he's doing see. a booth. Okay. Um, is he going to speak? I don't know. He's not speaking. Okay. Um, a couple new speakers this year. I'm excited. I'm always excited to learn new things. But that means that we're leaving Friday, and Autumn's coming this year to stay at the house and watch the critters. So we're yeah. leaving Friday um, evening, and we're getting there Friday later evening, uh, and then we have Saturday to check it and register and meet up people and start talking Sunday. Um, not speaking. No, yeah. For, um, okay. For, um, Sunday is when it starts. So it goes Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday night is the gala. And then we were supposed to leave at like midnight Wednesday night. And then with the new thing, we're going to be there Thursday for the pack walk with brother Christopher and for the annual membership meeting, which has an awesome breakfast that you love. Yeah. Um, and for the board meeting, I'd like to sit in on some of that as well. And then uh, we leave Friday morning at like six. Well, in the morning. well, the food really was a smart thing for the annual meeting breakfast because, um, or it, because it really works. I mean, I remember going there. I think there was the was it the Washington D.C. one where where everyone had to go. You know, everyone kind of schedules that. Okay, maybe we can cut off. You know, the plane is going to leave, um, uh, so we're not going to get to go see the the annual meeting and. We'll just find out what happened later. And not a lot of people went. And what there was was there was a buffet for breakfast. It's every year. And there was there was a mountain of, of bacon that was so huge. It was like three feet high of bacon. And it, it was really – and and the few people, you know, the people that, that went, maybe everyone was just tired and didn't want to eat a mountain of bacon. But, like – Everyone always wants to eat a mountain of bacon. <laughs> but there was so much that we were just getting plates of bacon. It was awesome. Who else was doing that? Um, if it was Chad that was getting bacon, or if it was... Um, I think Jay likes bacon. Jay, Yeah, I think it was Jay that came up and got a whole lot of bacon. But we were just we were just piling up on all kinds of bacon. It's fun. It was really neat, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we have that. Um, and so we do that, and I do recommend it. Why IACP? Well, I was a member of APDT for a while. I went to one of their conferences. Um, their conferences for APDT were not dog-friendly. Um, keto Karen says exactly that's why you like to eat bacon. Yeah, um, there, uh, APDT conferences are not dog friendly, um, so there were just two service dogs there. Um, and I remember at the APDT one, do you remember when Brandy and I went up to that? It was in Atlanta, and we drove up. Kip paid for it when we were working at Dogwood Park. 
remember that at all? Was it a conference? Or was it a- yeah, it was APDT conference. It was the only APDT conference I went to. Oh, okay. You said that. I remember. Um, yeah. So we went up there. And- can I say who was mean to you? No. Okay. Um, we went up there. She wasn't mean. She was just kind of rude. rude. Yeah. But, but probably not rude either. Probably just- It was one of my idols, and that just killed me. Yeah, but, but if Because you- I brought one of her books to sign, and I was seen so the TV looking show, to it. If you've seen the TV show, that's sort of the role she plays. No, it wasn't Victoria. She's not my idol. Are you kidding me? Oh, my gosh. Leave. Just leave. <laughs> no, Patricia McConnell was there. Patricia and she was rude. She's probably just real busy and didn't realize it. it no, no one tries. Rude. No one anywhere tries to be. Rude. I try not to be, but sometimes Unless it's part of the role they're playing. You know, I mean, sometimes okay. the chronic illness. I'm like, no. but um, but I try not to be rude. A lot of times, I don't have anything to say, so I'll be like, you know, like famous dodge trainer, famous dodge trainer. And they'll go, yes, you in the back speak, and I'll go, hi. <laughs> have you done? Um, have you practiced chess? So you can play against Chess George? No, I haven't. And we, we tried to set up this, you know, last, okay, last year, somewhere um, like a few, like a month or so after um, conference, we tried to set up uh, tried to set up an online chess playing thing. Okay, yeah. if you play online, you can get really good because you can play like 100 a day because you're just sitting in line with, with random thousands and thousands of people that want to play a game. Except and, you're a darn trainer and you have a life. Yeah, except for except for I kept telling myself, okay, I'm a dog trainer. I'll quick get all this other stuff done, and and then then nothing surprising will come up, and I'll be able to set up this thing, and and me and Georgia will play chess like crazy. And I didn't sign up, and it's still now. What is it? A year later, and and I <laughs> haven't is, signed. This up. is why I'm telling you, you have to do the AKC ATT. Well, well, one thing I signed up. <laughs> there's there's a lot of them out there, and I signed up for the wrong thing, and um, uh, and then after that. Okay, sorry. And, and, after that, and after that, and after that, that's why I'm wearing it. Like I'm not going to wear it. I'm going to wear all new shirts to the ICB conference. They still look good. They're still in the box. I might leave them in the box, and that'll no. be one of my suitcases. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, um, so he's probably really, 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 extremely good right now. Ridiculously good at chess. Yeah, and and I'm just like wherever I was last year because that's the last well, game. Well, because I've just heard. like everything else, just like dog training, reading, writing, art. So I have been, I do, um, let's make art watercolor and I get their monthly kit. It's $35 a month and it's four different, um, t- things. And even ones like I did one, it was a dragonfly. I'm like, I don't want to do a dragonfly, but I'll do it. And the dragonfly is so freaking amazing. I have to hang it up. So we, um, we, we did the, you, you do it and you practice and you get better. If you don't practice dog training, you don't practice watercolor, you don't practice chess. You don't get better. You got it. Get better, and you you get a little slower, a little bit slower at the things you already knew. Yep. So um, uh, so that's true. You do have to practice. Maybe that'll be my thing for this year. Even the the running practice thing. now. I think that's I think uh, I think that's that's one true thing. I remember. Come to think of it, when on the DC thing. Yeah. We had to, you know we kind of had to walk the dogs and stretch their legs and stuff. I think it was Arrow when he was younger. Yep. And um, and. I ran all over the heck, <laughs> all, like all over the place in in whatever that city that we're in that was right next door to DC with Arrow. Like every night was taking them all over the place, and uh, and now I'm like, nah. <laughs> oh well, uh, that's not happening this time. Well, so Karen just said deep practice. So that's one of the things that we talk about in Nipopo. Um, school that's part of the talent code, and it is you can kind of do like, okay, fine. 
I'm painting. Or you can get really into it and really do good with it and do deep practice. And you can do the same thing with chess. You can do the same thing with dog training. And you can see a like six months worth of work can happen in like a short amount of time just because you're in deep practice. So it's best to be in deep practice. Okay. And not be like, la, 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 la. Well, good. Hey, the toy changed. You got a new toy. It's a, oh, I thought it was a seahorse. It's one of those things from um, Rapunzel. Entangled. A fish? It's not a fish. It's that little chameleon weird thing. I don't know. Lizard things. Okay. I'll believe you. Either way, it's dog food now. Dog toy. Dog toy. Uh, so yeah so we like to do conference and then karen also said we have to get your shirts done well you have to wash them first so if you want to wash them beforehand we can personalize them all okay um what do you mean personalize them with the stuff on the back oh yeah that's not happening between now and friday it could we're good oh well so um plus i don't know i mean guess what i think they'll get the idea i don't have to have dog trainer written on the back of my my shirt at the you dog need dream conference. dogs dog trainer or you need to have it say rich i'm awesome talk to me about chess talk to me about chess chameleon that's what it oh my god larissa that's the one word i couldn't remember chameleon what about the chameleon that's what it is it's just a chameleon the collar oh this thing <laughs> this is a chameleon apparently it's missing weight it's missing legs and things but okay I will be there Thursday. So Karen's coming out Thursday. So we have to decide. So Karen, I passed my IACP public access test ability. I need to videotape somebody. Now I know Rich is going to videotape you, but Rich hasn't done anything about that since. So I was thinking I can videotape you. And then whenever it's time, he can videotape me because I can't videotape myself. And we could um, do that. Perfect. So we need to go three different locations. But I thought too, I got you for a whole week so we can have fun and do it the whole week that we're gone and just do it here and there and everywhere. And maybe we'd want to do, I don't know. You know, there's stock out there that wants it. Yeah. I don't care. We could do star Wars land and see if we can get into that on Thursday, maybe. Cause that would be fun. Same name as the e-collar. Yeah. That's why I couldn't remember it. Of course. Yeah. That's what I thought. For some reason, she brought up the e-collar. I was wondering when we were talking about the e-collar. Okay. So we're going to be traveling with Holstein and currently we're traveling with Gypsy, Gypsy and Holstein, um, to IACP conference. So we will be um, letting you know how that goes and everything else. And um, I keep you posted. Now, we don't have a webinar scheduled for next week or a podcast scheduled for next week. I'm hoping to meet up with some people and do some of them. So, you know, we might get multiple little pop-up ones. So stay tuned for that. Um, or we might just go straight to podcast. I don't know. It depends on how things go and how everything's going. Um, but we are skipping next week, guys. Uh, but with the traveling, now Gypsy's a pro. She's traveled. Actually, she's only done one flight there and back. Gypsy's only done one flight? Holstein, I think, has only done one flight, but he was on the plane m- multiple times because they kept having delays and stuff. Who could do it? Ruth's flown before, too. Jenga's flown before. Candy has not, well, Candy flew over here. Um, so, yeah, as long as she does not come into heat, she, Gypsy's coming. I checked her out yesterday. She was still good. Um, and then, like I said, Autumn's going to stay here. So we have that. But, you know, we do have the service dog travel. So that brings us to, I want to talk about the hurricane. So um, Dorian, who, you know, decided he liked Florida and he wants to retire here, too. Uh, Is that moving? He's not moving. He's moving like two miles an hour now. Dorian. Is Dorian a girl name or a boy name? I think it's a boy name. Okay. So we found out about it. And because of Irma two years ago, 
we decided that we would, you know, stock up early. So we got gas in the vehicles. Um, now, Rich's truck runs on diesel, so that was easier to find. But, but you know, we filled up the Jeep, and we haven't really taken it all that much. Um, yeah, uh, Orlando Airport's closed due to that right now. Um, Disney closed at 3 o'clock today. Uh, yeah, that's actually pretty cool, is that is that although there's super, super long lines for, for gas, and then diesel, there's almost no line. There's no lines for diesel. <laughs> no line for diesel. And, you know what, they have diesel generators, and the diesel generators run a little bit longer. So okay. Karen had given us a generator when she left her country house. She had a generator out there, and she doesn't need one in Gainesville. She told us, so she brought us out. We got that running, so we got that filled, and we bought two more gas cans. Now we have yep. three gas cans. Oh, by the way, the answer for the really annoying um, uh, gas can uh, pouring thing, that pouring spout, okay. is a much more convoluted and much more annoying um, gas can spout. Oh. And pretty much the, the cure to it is unscrew it, take it off, and um, and just pour it into a funnel without any without any spot at all because it's really I mean the I can't believe the world we live in with crazy crazy complicated gas cans pouring pouring, pouring spouts. spouts yeah so I was so concerned because Irma we lost power we were out of power for a week now we were gone after like three days. But um, Paula was here because she was here that year. And I felt so bad for her. I told her to go back to her house. She has an in-home generator, you know, whole house generator. But she stayed here because we had the border collies here because we had taken Arrow. And we had the cows and the goats and the chickens. Remember? Mm -hmm. We had the chickens and and goats were in the house for a while and crates in the dog room. Because we had to clear it out beforehand. Yeah, we have way too many goats for that this time. Um, they were going to have to fend for themselves, but we have nice little wood uh, shelters for them now. We do, yeah. You guys have been good at making their little bunkers. Yeah. So we um, we had food. We got food right away. Our hurricane snacks and you know lunch meat and bread and peanut butter and all. We got um, fruit. We got chips, which we've eaten while well, you've eaten. Um, we got fueled up. We we had water. So when we were getting candy, we had ordered from Sam's like a half a dozen gallons of water. And we were going to bring them with us if we needed to wash her off before we loaded her in the car and brought her. But we ended up not. So we have half a dozen gallons of water. Yeah, so we've got water. We have like two big things from Sam's of bottled water for when clients come out. So we kind we've of like. Barrels. We've got barrels for the cows too. So we have these feed barrels that they ship olives over from Greece. Now, did you know that? That they ship olives in these giant orange barrels that are like hip height. So they're food quality and water type. These big orange things. Yeah. If you ever saw Breaking Bad, there's the ones where the guy puts all of his money in. It's the same thing. It's the same thing, yeah. So we did that last time, and we put extra, we put these things around by the goats, by the cows, by the door, by the other door. Um, and then we, you can use buckets because we're on well and septic. So you can flush the toilet, but it just, there's no water to refill it. So we don't have water. When you're in town, you still have water during a blackout. Here we don't because, so you just fill up the the toilet because you don't because the water runs on electricity, whereas in there, apparently it doesn't because it doesn't need to be pumped. Where? In town, you can run water. You don't have hot water, but you can run water. You can take a shower whenever you don't have power. You just can't take a long hot shower because. For a little while. Well, I mean, it's the city. If the city has power. Oh, well, anyway, it worked. Okay. I remember taking showers and blackouts whenever we were in Gainesville. Okay. Um, so maybe someone wants to say wrong. Well, yeah, because TV it, show references are on point tonight. They're tight. Our TV show are reference are on point. Well, like what? From where? You have hot water of gas like us. So yeah. So Karen has 
So we, but here we don't. So like when we use the bathroom and we flush the toilet, nothing fills up. So you need to dump a bucket of water in. And we took bucket showers after Irma. We did take bucket showers. City water works without electricity. See, I told you. Yeah. Okay, good. Ours don't. So uh, with the generator, we were going to move all the, because we haven't sent the cows to market yet, to the butcher yet. Um, so Yeah, soon. But we were waiting because I'd rather have them out in the field instead of in my freezer if the power goes up. Yeah. So we were. And they can be like, they can be like two months older. They can grow for sporadic rain and random gusts, but says so. Tropical force winds and rain tonight. My generator arrives via Amazon on Friday. Uh, let me know which one you got, Deb. If you can send it over to me. Everything has yeah, shut down for tonight and tomorrow. I just filled a tub, and just in case you can't flush your shower without power here. Yeah. So we, um, Gainesville, you could. Uh, but yeah, so so we're just prepping everything that we could think of, and then all we've gotten so far are rain bands, and that looks like it, which is such a relief because I was getting so anxious and worried about not having power because I pass out when it gets too hot. Yeah, but we got everything set. We're pretty good. Yeah, right. we're set, and we're not going to be getting it, so that's even better. Yeah, I'd rather be prepared and not have it than be like, oh crap. So Deb, if you do need some place to evacuate to, you and Loki are always welcome here with Autumn. But we don't leave until Friday night, so so know that, um, you know, if something happens, you know, we're and, and we're doing good. You know, you're welcome to come out. Uh, and Loki, too, because Loki's awesome. And if Gypsy comes into heat, no. <laughs> not until he gets his health testing and his paperwork. Uh, but yeah, so what do you do for your dog? Now we're not going to evacuate because we've got cows and goats and chickens and two cats and five dogs and a bird and three people. So we're not leaving all those animals behind. Yeah, we can't leave them all behind. So we're going to stay. I mean, dude, if we went through armor where the eye passed a few miles from us, we'll be fine. Um, the only, the main problem is the not having power. So with our things, we figured we had a day and a half of electricity with that generator and we could plug in the air conditioner for the dog room because it's a wall unit and we could plug in the freezer out there, but we couldn't plug in the other stuff. So we wanted to look into getting a whole house. So we're doing that afterwards. Um, a house generator. A whole house generator. We're going to look into doing that, but I yeah, think something that's like eight to $12,000. Yeah, yeah. I thought the, uh, I had the price kind of mixed up. I thought that the the high side for that generator would be like an air conditioning system, like six thousand, you know, like somewhere between six and eight thousand. Right? Turns out that's not true. Turns out, according to the first people that um, that called us up about you know sending over someone to make a quote or something like that, um, uh, it was eight to sixteen thousand. Somewhere between those two, eight is the bottom number. And we don't have a small house. We don't have a small house. So I don't think it's going to be eight. So well, you know what? It turns out there's another thing you could do, and that is have an electrician put a plug outside of your house and then switch up your breaker box. So if the power goes out on the house, you can flip this other switch, and that'll run it from there, and it's running your whole house off of the generator. Now, you need a big generator for that. Well, yeah, the generator we're talking about is like a um, like a, a generatic, generic thing that's yeah, I know what that is. I'm saying it'd be like a portable one. So time. then, like, say in five years, if you want to get rid of this one and get a new one, that generator itself is like two thousand dollars. Okay, don't don't. I'm um, that generator itself is like two thousand dollars. So you can upgrade and get a new one if you need to. But your house is rigged for it, and you just plug that generator in there, 
into that outlet outside of your house and it runs your whole house and you just keep that going. So that's, we need to talk to an electrician and see how much that's going to cost. Oh, setting up that plug in. Because thing. if that plug, cause I can't imagine that doing that work was going to cost $4,000. Well, I can't imagine. No, that. no, but it, but it'll, you know, cause it's just setting up a, a, a box a and all that stuff. Yeah. I found, I don't know how to do it on YouTube. I could yeah. totally do it, except it's dealing with the electricity for the main part of my house. And I'm not messing. Yeah, with and you probably want to set up a whole new little electrical box and everything like that. I no, mean, you the, take out the way some he of the did things. it. Yeah, the way the way the guy on YouTube did it was kind of like a quickie way, and that's that's moving the top breaker out. A generator for the whole house. I got a small one inverter, so I can charge the phone and computer too. Yes, you need that switch because that's what I had at my old house. Deb said. Yep. So, yeah, so we, we're going to look into that because that was my biggest worry. It wasn't that, oh, we have a hurricane coming. It's I can't lose power. And Luke's yeah. like, I just want the water to run. The plug is cheap. She said an hour of an electrician's time. That's what I'm hoping because we have a couple of things we can have an electrician do. But, uh, but yeah. if we can get that done, that would be a huge relief. And then all we need to do is plug in and have enough gas to get through it. And that's where we have to look into propane, gas, um, liquid propane, gas diesel um and see which type of generator we want to go with well, gas is going to be the best probably because it can you can have a big tank of it and it's cheaper um Which gasoline you need to have those five gallon things if you go with like a propane thing like what we use for our um thing here quoted for 2,000 square foot home is 4,500 for generator and 2,000 to install well that wouldn't be bad karen that would consider the generator that the generator that we have is 5,500 no, that's she's that's oh for forty five hundred dollars for generator. Yeah, I would do probably sixty five hundred for it. See, that's Karen, not who's bad. your person? That's not bad. Then these people, maybe these people are like a little overboard and just trying to take advantage of people. I mean, because because uh, eight to sixteen thousand was pretty insane. Well, considering a whole air conditioning system couldn't doesn't cost that much. I'm writing that down so I remember right. And that's Generac. So, you know, when we lived up in Wisconsin, Generac was right down the road from us. And up in Wisconsin, you also had a whole bunch of um, Holstein dairy cows, the white and black ones that look like Holstein the cow or the dog. Yeah. And uh, the meat was also dirt cheap. Why was meat dirt cheap up there? Well, because they kept the girls for more milk and they sold the boys off to eat. Yeah, probably. And there were hundreds and hundreds of them. But yeah, we've never had I meat know, as cheap I... as up in Wisconsin. And you wouldn't think that, but it is. Yeah, I don't remember it being really cheap. It was. I think it was just because time that was back. That was <laughs> How many time. years ago? It was 20 some yeah, years that was ago. 20 years ago. And everything but was so, cheap for 20 years ago. But when we went to Kentucky, it was more expensive. And then every place has been more and more. So, like, Florida is most expensive because, oh, we're on a peninsula and that's almost an island. Almost an island? No, that has nothing to do with it, I'm sure. It's just the price of everything is higher. So, Kentucky, everything is cheaper. Request a cut. Thank you, Karen. Eight. Four four eight four eight six eight five two. I will call them up. Well, Rich will call them up because I don't like calling okay. people. Um, and I'm going to send this. Oh, I can't send that to him. Oh well. But that's today. That's what we're going to talk about. Do you guys have any questions? Because it's been an hour. Okay. Just about. It's been 58 minutes. Um. So yeah. So we have conference. We will not be. Available much, but if it's an emergency, reach out and we'll get back to you whenever we can. Um, we have our phones turned off during workshops and stuff and nap times because and nap naps. times. Okay, but they're to our 
phones are totally on during mealtime, just in case. Maybe something. Maybe not. Sometimes oh, yeah. they are, because I don't remember to turn it back on. I just check it at the end of the day. Okay, either way, let's see what Unless it dings in my pocket. But it's a busy day. They start you out early in the morning, and then you They're doing from, breakfast and lunch from, this year. Yeah, from speaker to speaker to speaker. Speak, speak, They're speak. They're doing breakfast and lunch. The bigger they get, what happens is it's the same amount of days long. Think. Maybe they're not doing so, breakfast and just doing lunch. And they keep getting um, way more and more dog trainers from all over the country. So you and the world. Dog trainers. And international. The world. Yeah, that's right. It's international, so it really is from all over the world. A lot of people from Australia. And, and like Europe coming in and everything. Yeah. And uh, and that's really cool. But being the same length, it's the same number of speakers. So what do you spend the money on? Spend it on food. That's right. Oh, well. Anything else? Um, That's it. Good. Um, when we get back, we will be able to share with you what we did at conference. How the dogs did, um, how the specialist goes, and then not too far after we go up to Marina. So, like, it's a lot. Okay, here we got a question. Do you have breeds that you would recommend for medium and small dogs for service dog work? What type of service dog work, Colina? What are you looking for? Because medium, small dogs, and what size do you consider medium, small? My three top breeds are golden retrievers. Labrador retrievers, usually the yellow or the black, and standard poodles, but sometimes standard poodles could only weigh 30 to 40 pounds. You know, standard poodles aren't all like 60 to 80 pound giants. Some of them are small, so that's usually when someone wants a smaller dog, I recommend a smaller standard poodle. But they're pretty solid. They're pretty solid, and they're um, they're very they're leggy, but they're not heavy. Yeah, they've they've got some height. They're not too heavy. They're nice and solid. They can, they, they're very, they're not, you know, flopsy doodle kind of things. They're very serious. So what you want is you want to look at the breed standard and see what the breed was bred for. For example, Jack Russell Terriers, Terriers, Boston Terriers, um, Terriers are built to go after prey. You know, they're hunting dogs, really. Even Boston Terriers so that you can get the stubbornness, the um, obstinateness. You don't want that in a service dog. Well, wait, so you need to have wait, one that's you don't you, you. you you probably don't want that in a service dog. You don't. You, you to, I don't want a stubborn you have to dog. Pick that pick the dog that fits your needs. Anxiety, PTSD, I would go with a small golden. If you go a smaller golden, which is gonna be um I'm sorry, I'm starting to get a little wonky here. Um if you go with a smaller golden, a show line golden, female, females are usually smaller than males. Like gypsy is about twenty two inches tall at the withers. And she weighs about 65 pounds. Um, you can see pictures of her. It's my golden retriever. Um, they're great for PTSD and anxiety. Uh, and we do a lot of do- of people who have that. We do a lot of dogs. And my favorites are the goldens for them. Yeah. But we do doodles too. Um, but if you go with a smaller female. Um, but also with PTSD, like you can do maybe a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel if you want something really small. Um, Ollie's a toy poodle. Ollie would be great for PTSD and anxiety. But he has yeah. an owner. Um, and he's, he's a pet dog and she is just, they're fantastic owners. I love them. I did a, at home with, um, some people that had a Kibler King Charles family, didn't he? I'm sure he did at some point. Yeah. No, no, that think was of a different dog. That was a Cocker Spaniel. That was a Cocker Spaniel. Okay. Um, we had Hart was a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel mix. Oh, okay. Um, oh, Hart. Hart. Yeah. Okay. So what you want to look for, Kalina, is look for, um, if you want to look at the little dogs, <laughs> um, get one that's that's loving. I'm from Therapy Dog or Service Dog Lines. Have fully health tested. Not just my vet says that they're healthy, but fully health tested. Um, OFA is genetic disorder testing. 
Um, I love Ollie, right? Larissa, he's so much fun. He's in some of the new videos. My first service dog was a Jack Russell, says Terry, who's also a professional trainer. High prey drive, but well-trained. And that's that brings us to our online course stuff. We have some videos to do. Now, we had a gimbal, which apparently makes like that really smooth. And it looks amazing, and it wouldn't hold a charge. So we have a new one coming. Supposed to arrive sometime next week. And I'm like, well, I want it this week. I want it before conference so we can use it at conference. When it's working, it works really good. It's it really does. neat. I mean, it's some technology, man. But um, but when it's not holding a charge, it just goes along. It goes along, da-da-da-da-da, you're speaking, and it drops. Da-da-da. Yeah. So, um, uh, so they're fixing it. They're no, ready. they're not fixing it. They're sending us a new one. Well, yeah, but but what I'm getting at is the people on the phone were very nice, right? No, it wasn't on the phone. It was through the internets. And no, she it's taking it. forever. And that annoys me. I don't want things to take forever. It's Amazon. I'm supposed to have things in two days. I ordered stuff yesterday. It's not going to be here until Monday. Monday! Yeah, you ordered stuff a lot, Vicky. Well, you told you me that we needed new plugs for the phone chargers and then we for do. the iPads, and we then we need needed them. new cables. But you don't tell me all this stuff at once. So that's what happens. When we need one thing at a time, just indefinitely forever. So here, I also ordered this thing called Pivo, which is supposed to automatically track you. It's like a little pod. From China? Yeah, from China. And it looks like today it's in Orlando. Tender to delivery service provider. So hopefully we'll get that before we leave. Is my hope. Now let me look up and see the other one that we have coming. Do, 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 do. Is this it? Yeah, this is it. Here, we can track it here. This is the good one that we like that we want to have right now. Um, excuse me. It's in transit. Give me more info, people. Oh, my God, it's in Tampa already. At FedEx location in Tampa. So hopefully we'll get it tomorrow. Oh, I hope we get it tomorrow. That would be so nice to be able to have that. Then if we go to Star Wars land on Thursday, we could bring it. For the whole trip, we can bring it. Um, Amazon is delaying, is saying delays because of weather. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I mean, I like that everyone's getting prepared for it. But don't mess up my Amazon deliveries. Like, there is a line that you draw. (laughs) Um. Kimberly says, how do you feel about dog parks for service dog puppies? I just got my standard poodle. Love we saw it. I live in an apartment. I can't have them off leash anywhere else. If your apartment has a dog park and like nobody's in it, that's fine. If it's a community dog park with a bunch of crazy dogs, don't do it. Go at a time where nobody's there. And if somebody shows up, tell them, hold on a second, scoop your dog up and leave. If you do not know the dogs, do not trust the dogs. I have had way too many service dogs and pet dogs ruined from what people tell me, because of bad experiences at the dog park, there's too many fights going on. I wouldn't say ruined, but it's just, we can't, you know, you don't know anything about that other dog that's there. But if you showed up to the park or did play dates with your dog, with um, people that you knew, and you knew the dogs, and you decided, boy, they really get along together, then great. Uh, Well, to Kimberly, don't forget, you don't need to have off-leash, off-leash. You can do long-leash with them. So your dog doesn't need to experience the fun and thrill of being off-leash. At this week, 11 weeks old, socialization isn't how many dogs can my dog greet, how many butts can he sniff, and how many people can touch him. It's just about experiencing the sights and sounds and the environments of the world. And being taught in some way how to be polite in society, whether it's with other dogs or with people or just in the world. And you don't want your service dog to have to go say hi to every dog that he sees because that's what he's used to. You want him to see him and ignore him. Larissa says she tried out quite a few breeds. 
And her golden retriever that's in training right now is the best for her PTSD. His energy is super calm and it calms me. He's really smart and in tune with my emotions. I couldn't recommend the breed more. Larissa, I am so happy with where he is in his training and with you guys and with the team that you make. And I cannot wait to come back from conference and get him in for five weeks and, and really work with him. I keep telling Rich that we're going to lend out Zoe and Rue for when we have the service dogs in, but he keeps saying no. Okay. Delays at the panhandle also. Yeah. So, okay, well, we've got to get going because we've got pork chops to cook, green beans to air fry, and um, laundry to do. We couldn't do laundry beforehand. Thanks. That's what I thought Long Leash is. Thank you, Kimberly. Kimberly, don't forget, if you're not a member of our Facebook group, How to Train Your Service Dog online um, discussion group, join that. And then check out learn.dreamk9.com. That's D-R-E-A-M, the letter K, the number nine, dot com. That is our online school. We have an online school, guys. It's freaking amazing. Um, We have a bunch of different courses in there. And you know what I think we're going to do? Tell me what you guys think about this. Comment below and I'll read them after we log off. Um, Taking, for the service dog one, taking the public access and pulling that out. Pulling out all the different task ones onto their own. So someone can log on and just buy the how to do the public access training. Uh, Why is because right now you have to go from the beginning to the end. Beginning to the end. Beginning to the end. And sometimes you just need some of the task stuff. But my problem with that is since it's all based on the popo, they need all of it. So I don't know if I want to do that or not. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. So let me know. Um, stay safe. Um, thanks, you guys. Thank you. Uh, oh, thanks. I'm excited for him to come stay with you. Thank you, Larissa. Wishing you happy travels. Have a good time. Thank you, guys. So let me know your thoughts. If you think the service dog online course should stay how it is or if we should pull out all of them. And so you go through them and then you choose. Um, because here's the other thing. You're, you are in the school, Kimberly, and loving it. Thank you. Are you, so you're in the special group too for the online members only? I hope so. Um, so let me know what you think, Kimberly, about that idea. The other thing is because you have to go in order, if I have like POTS and dysautonomia and then I have mobility and then I have medical alert and then I have psych and PTSD, if all you want is PTSD, you have to go through everything else before you get to the PTSD one. And I think that's going to be hard for people. So I'm really, really glad that the Kimberly is loving it. That's so cool. Okay, good. Okay, so seriously, we're going to go. See you guys in two weeks. Bye.